Today on the Locked On Ole Miss podcast, we welcome you to the show and also talk a little bit about the Sugar Bowl along with perhaps some good news coming from official visits today. Stick around um, as we go through the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. So it should be a lot of fun. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome to the debut of the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Willis. Thank you very much for joining me. This is going to be a lot of fun. First of all, I want to say thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen of the day. We're available on all platforms and are free. We're working on YouTube as um, we speak, and hopefully that'll get done fairly quickly. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. Again, my name is Stephen Willis. Thank you for joining us. We're going to talk a little bit about um, the Sugar Bowl. We're going to welcome you and describe what the show is going to be. And we're going to talk a little bit about official visits as we move forward. So let's, without further ado, let's get into it. Um, welcome to the show. Like I said, this is a pretty big deal for us. I'm really excited about it. So thank you for joining us um, as we've moved over from the Palmcast. And <clears throat> I'm genuinely looking forward to what this can become. Because the way that I envision this show will go is commentary and perspectives. Those are the two things that are severely lacking in the echo chamber that we call fandom around Ole Miss sports. But if we add numerous perspectives to the mix and find out what everybody's thinking, and we also do commentary about everything's going on, just but telling you what's going on, not necessarily trying to break news, not trying to play the telephone game that I always make fun of, but just kind of, let you know what's going on um, so that between that and our guests as we move forward, this should be a pretty good deal. I'd like guests to be representative of the fan base, not necessarily just a media member somewhere like you go get the writer at the Tupelo Daily Journal. That's not what I want. I want this to be kind of the voice of a fan and this becoming a, you know, a gathering place for a community. Eventually, this show will be live. After New Year's, this show will be live. And there will be chat modules and ways that you can participate in the show. So I'm really looking forward to all of that. So that is going to be the Lockdown on this podcast in a nutshell. And But it could be a lot of fun moving forward. I, I'm really fired up about it. And as you can see by our um, super fresh graphics that we have up, um, I'm pretty excited. I do enjoy building things like graphics. I'm, I'm definitely a graphics wonk and I can just sit here and do graphics all day long. And these this stuff was very fun. Basically, what I did on that was just look and saw, see what other shows did and then tried to match it up. And that that's how we got this look. And I think it's a really good look out there. You know, if you have a... Um, if you like it, you know, or don't like it or whatever, you know, hit us up on social media. There's there's my um, Twitter handle right there. Follow it. 
and let me know if you like it or don't like it. It's it, it's pretty cool. I just enjoy graphics a whole bunch. Um, also, Ole Miss was like a, I think, a 22-point loser to Western Kentucky last night um, in the Atlanta Thanksgiving or Hoopsgiving Classic or whatever. Um, the game was played over in Atlanta in the Atlanta Hawks, Chrysler Arena, um, but they were not able to solve a 2-3 zone, and they shoot, shot the ball fairly poorly. That is going to be the death knell of this team, is their lack of ability to shoot the ball <coughs> consistently. And in doing so, they're going to get them in positions to where they have to win a lot of low-scoring games. They're going to have to execute at an extremely high level. Now, part of that is not having Deshaun Ruffin. Once you have Deshaun Ruffin, that kind of opens up other things. Right now, um, Austin Crowley and Jarkel Joyner are, are being tasked with playing the one quite a bit. Deshaun Ruffin will kind of hopefully open that up a bit. We'll see whenever he comes back. But right now, um, the early returns are not great. Um, after the big win last Saturday against Memphis, they dropped the game against the Hilltoppers last night. The women's basketball team, they've won like nine in a row, um, actually. Cup, won a tournament out in California, but they won nine in a row. Um, so it's kind of picking up for them. And... That should be a lot, you know a lot of fun. I'm interested in that. Whenever it gets into conference play, my opinion on non-conference basketball, especially in the SEC, is it doesn't matter until it does. And the point of that is, if you are doing really well in conference play, it doesn't matter what your non-conference record is. It's going to take care of itself. If non-conference starts to matter, that means you are mediocre or below mediocre in conference play, and you need help to get um, quality wins and things like that. So if the non-conference games are mattering, or if these games are mattering, that means we are not performing at an extremely high level um, in the conference slate. Because the conference this year is really quite good. I mean, Alabama beat two Final Four teams in the last week. Uh, so that's fairly interesting. You got Will Wade making damn good offers. And... You have, you know, Tennessee beating North Carolina. Kentucky's going to bounce back. Arkansas. Arkansas dropped a game to Oklahoma, but Arkansas is a good team as well. So that's something to pay attention to. But that's the way SEC basketball um, looks. And, you know, it'll be really interesting to see what, what all happens. We're going to um, take a real short break. And when we come back, we will um, talk a little bit about the Sugar Bowl, and then we'll get into some official visits. Bowl season is here, Ole Miss fans. Basically, you can set up entry and handle daily fantasy through prize picks. Use promo code LOCKEDON for your entry. Prize Picks is the leader in college sports daily fantasy. It offers more college football and basketball props than anyone in the world and offers the all-star players of the Power Five as well as the mid-major players you might not have even heard of. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of. In basketball, you can play points, rebounds, assists, threes made, or more. All of your users that deposit and use the promo code LOCKEDON will get a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100. Just use promo code LOCKEDON. 
basically you pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to ten times. On any entry, it's just you versus the projected numbers. Price Picks allows multiple sports. You can take the over on Mahomes and the under on um, LeBron James. Use the award-winning app for the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. So, Prize Picks offers safe and fast withdrawals. That's Prize Picks. Promo code locked on for your entry today. All right. Thanks again for making the Ole Miss. Um, the Lockdown Ole Miss podcast, your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the Ultimate College Football Preview in 2021. Um, local experts, betting advice, draft analysis. It's the most comprehensive college football playoff preview, and it begins this Friday. Um, we're getting ready to start bowl practices. Ole Miss in the Sugar Bowl against Baylor. I haven't talked to you really since it was announced that Ole Miss was officially going to the Sugar Bowl to face Baylor. This is going to be a fun game. Also, there's not a locked-on Baylor person, so we might not be able to find somebody to give that Baylor perspective, but I will keep my ears open on that one as well. So we'll try to we'll try to do that over the next couple of weeks because this is a daily show, Monday through Friday. It's going to air at a at 10 Central, um, 11 Eastern um, every day. So Ole Miss fans are really excited about the Sugar Bowl because Ole Miss fans generally get excited about the Sugar Bowl. I think um, if Ole Miss wins this game, they have a chance to, I think, get second all-time in Sugar Bowl wins, third all-time in Sugar Bowl appearances. Now, a lot of those are pre-1970. I get that. But it's they still count. And... Ole Miss is winners of eight of their last nine bowl games. This is their third access bowl in the last eight years. This is actually, take away the probation nonsense that happened. This is kind of a good situation to be in for Ole Miss sports. Like, take away 2017, 2018, 2019. Take away those three years because of the probation just ate Ole Miss up during those years. Take those away, and Ole Miss is just fairly consistently at the top of the SEC and in an access bowl. Now, Ole Miss will be, I think, the most entrance into an access bowl, a New Year's Six Bowl, by multiple coaches. Now, let me say that again. Ole Miss is going to be in their third New Year's Six Bowl game, their second different head coach. So don't let anybody tell you about what Ole Miss football cannot do. Don't let me hear at all about what can't be accomplished at Ole Miss. Don't let me know about coaches needing to go somewhere else to be successful whenever you're talking about the number eight ranked Ole Miss Rebels in the Sugar Bowl, their second Sugar Bowl in seven years or six years. Which, Man, talk about how weird it is. Every six years, going back to 2003, every six years, Ole Miss has played Oklahoma State in a New Year's Day bowl game. If Oklahoma State would have won their game, it would have been Ole Miss versus Oklahoma State in the Sugar Bowl again. Six years. And that's 2003, 2009, um, 2015, 
2021. So if you want anything etched in stone, anything like that, count on the fact that Ole Miss versus Oklahoma State is possibly going to happen in 2027. I don't know where. It could be in an Access Bowl. It could be in the Fiesta Bowl. That doesn't really matter. But that matchup is going to be on the table. Because every six years it is. And it's just really weird to think about that. Every six years it becomes a thing. So, yeah, that, that's kind of neat, I guess. I don't know. So, Ole Miss in the Sugar Bowl against Baylor. Baylor's offensive coordinator is the old Les Miles offensive line coach. Dave Aranda is an old Les Miles guy. So, this is an old school LSU type team. That doesn't really sound like it meshes in modern football, but it, it kind of works really well. There's a, Baylor runs a lot of stuff under center. There's a mobile quarterback. There's an element of quarterback run game in their offense. They have a bruiser for a running back. They are going to line up and try and mash you, just like LSU did back in the day. Ole Miss is probably going to honestly try to pad Matt Corral's stats until they don't. I think um, it's a game where they need Jerry and Ely to kind of show out. It, they're going to need that. I mean, they're going to have Henry Parrish and they're going to have Snoop Connor, but they really need um, Jerry and Ely to show out. And you probably want to see what the offense looks like at wide receiver. Don Terry or Drummond, um, even Dennis Jackson, Jonathan Mingo will be back. <coughs> Back then, excuse me. And it'll be worth paying attention to what they're doing. <coughs> Sorry about that. Um, looking forward to seeing all of those things. And this game in particular. Because it's just going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a stylistic change. It's kind of funny to think about the Big 12 and what they do and how they play the game um, compared to the SEC and how it's flipped over the years. So Ole Miss is going to come in as the high-flying offense, and Baylor is going to be wanting to play the three yards in a cloud of dust. Now, there's some defensive players. Matt Rule recruited really well to that program. And because of that, Baylor is going to – Baylor reminds me of young Michigan State teams. Dave Aranda does when Nick Saban was at Michigan State. They executed an extremely high level. And they're a good team. I mean, the way they play, what they do, they're not going to blow you out, but they're a good team. And because of that, it's a game where they don't score very much. So if Ole Miss can come out and jump on Baylor like they normally do, Baylor's going to try and grind it back and get back in the game. But there's a chance Ole Miss can – if any, either team boat races this game, it is Ole Miss jumping on Baylor and just kind of extending the lead. And it ends up being like a 41-21 to 21 type game. But this does have the potential for a 21-17 to because Baylor wants an ugly game. That's how they want to play. They want an ugly game. And in doing so, they'll be able to beat you up and wear you down. Now, Ole Miss has struggled against mobile quarterbacks. Jerry Bohannon, or Gary Bohannon, I don't know which one it is. It's G-E-R-R-Y. 
So I, I'm not sure about that. <coughs> Sorry about that. A little bit under the weather. <coughs> yes, have you heard about <coughs> Built Bar? That's Built Bar. Basically, it's a tasty treat that tastes like a candy bar, even better than a candy bar. It's a built bar. It's built with so much holiday goodness, rich and decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, and net carbs, along with fat. It's also high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. So many flavors you'll have a hard time choosing. We have raspberry or mint brownie or cherry or double chocolate. So many different things are available for you. You friends with Santa, tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars into those stockings with so many flavors, they'd make anybody's Christmas morning <coughs> a happy one. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off of your order. Again, go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. That's Built.com. Let's talk for a minute about kicking things up a notch for the big game, the grand stage, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56 at SoFi is less than 100 days away and on location, the official hospitality. All right. Sorry about that. Went and got some water real quick during the show. Um, because this show is done live to tape. There's a lot of people that do um, editing, but I like to do it live to tape because it's eventually going to be a live show. Um, so my allergies kind of got up and got that done because I'm having trouble with, um, talking for an extended period of time, but it is what it is. So we will, um, talk about the official visit weekend in a little bit and hopefully, hopefully that is in good shape. And, um, like Deion Smith was here. Um, the receiver from Louisville was here. <coughs> A couple of JUCOs were here. And from all, everybody said, I think Cameron Ward was here as well. The, um, quarterback from Incarnate Word. Incarnate Word. It's hard to say. And FCS. So, they're all visiting the campus. Nobody's really expecting anything imminent um, with the slight exception of the LSU transfer, Deion Smith. That could be an imminent transfer type situation. But we'll see how it goes because my whole thing when it comes to recruiting is that this is going to be this is going to look a different. It's going to feel different because of the way we're doing it. We have an early adopter for a head coach. We um, have an early adopter for a head coach. And that means that he is going to attack the transfer portal with gusto. Now, does that mean we're going to have a ton of transfers? I don't know. Um, I do think that the goal is to get 32 signed, and that could be a combination of transfers and new signees and all of that. As you can see earlier, like seven or eight players decided to transfer. That's fine. But understand that recruiting is going to take a little bit of an adjustment. 
it's going to it's going to look a little bit different and and because so it might look like we're struggling or something's happening or if you don't understand it you might want to lash out at it and in doing so I think that's just going to be a little bit of a mistake and Ole Miss being what it is what it is there's a little bit of momentum that they're trying to build. Now, a lot of this is going towards the 2023 class, which they're recruiting right now and has a chance to be really, really special. That's not anything that can be um, ignored or looked at. You know, anything, you can't really dispute that one way or another. But everybody looking at the 2022 class, it's a little bit wonky because – if you remember correctly, it's the backside of the COVID class. Ole Miss went four and five last year. It had an outback bowl win, but it went four and five. So it didn't have a ton of momentum to recruit to. Because of that, things appear a little bit slow. Now, I'm interested to see what signing day looks like Wednesday. I am genuinely interested to see what signing day looks like. <coughs> and... In doing so, <clears throat> we can get an idea of what this class is going to look like. And <coughs> uh. All right, we're going to wrap it up because my allergies kind of got the best of me today. Tomorrow, I'm going to um, try and be in a little bit better shape, going to sleep in, do whatever I have to do because I've been a little bit under the weather for the last couple of days. But anyway, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss um, podcast your first listen of the day, every day. Um, at, let's see. At, now, make your second list, listen, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Thank you very much for watching today. It was a rough show today. I had a little bit of allergy problems going in there, so bear with me. It's going to get a little bit better, but um, it should be a lot of fun moving forward. This is going to be a blast. I recorded this on Monday night. It's going to be a live show after the new year. But because of me going through radiation and a whole bunch of stuff going on by the end of this year, um, it, it's just better if I just record this and do this daily. So um, thank you very much for tuning in. And, of course, um, we'll catch you tomorrow. How sweet it is. Ole Miss, Sugar Bowl, hotty toddy. <laughs>